0: Jesus said to his disciples, I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. But when he comes, the Spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears and will declare to you the things that are coming. He will glorify me because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine, For this reason I told you that he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. One morning my father called me to tell me that my mother took a turn for the worse and that I should come and see her. When I got to the nursing home, dad told me that he was going to go home and wash up and then come back and give me a chance to talk to my mother. And I understood at the time that This could be the last conversation that I would ever have with my mother. I was right. She passed that night. So how do you say goodbye to your mother? You're a lifelong friend, your teacher, your hero, your role model, the greatest gift that God has given you. How do you talk? Well, I opened my mouth, and I talked about shopping What? (laughs) Couldn't I talk about something a bit more profound than shopping? Why shopping? Because that is what we did together. So I said to my mother, I said, Mom, do you remember the time that you wanted me to get some flowers for the garden? We ended up going down the Cape, driving by hundreds of nurseries. And when we got there, we bought one plant. And you said, well, while we're down here, we might as well go to the beach and eat lunch at the clam shack. And remember the time the band came to perform at the nursing home and you asked me to sneak you out so that you can go shopping? I said, how am I going to sneak you out? You're in the front row. I remember the time that you wanted to go shopping and there was this massive blizzard? Traffic was at a crawl. When we finally got to the mall, we found out the Kohl's was having their Christmas sale and every parking place was filled. I had to push the wheelchair a quarter of a mile through the snow to get to the building. Once we were there, we encountered large crowds and long lines. It was a disaster. But at the end of the day, you said to me, Oh, Peter, I had such a good time. And we did. And yes, we talked about shopping, because that is what we did together. And my last conversation with my mother was a fun one. Now, I say all this because we just celebrated the Feast of Trinity Sunday. What does the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit do together? So in order to answer this question, we have to revisit Jesus' last conversation, his goodbye to his disciples. So there's the scene. Jesus is about to ascend into heaven, And before departing, he gave some instructions to his disciples. So this was the farewell address. This is the goodbye speech. Now, I was elected by the Lord to be his speechwriter. I know what I would prepare. I would take the best of what Jesus talked about before he died. I would have written, remember, I am the resurrection and the life. So death is not an end. It's a door. And I would have written, love one another as I have loved you. And again, I would have mentioned in the speech that we would have to suffer and carry a cross. But remember, the promise of reward will be great in heaven. Now, we offered Jesus this speech, and he would take it and discard it and throw it away. <laughs> and because he didn't mention any of what I put in my speech to his disciples. Instead, what he said, he said, go to all the nations and baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So there they are, the three of them working together. So why is baptism so important? So in order to understand why Jesus was so adamant about baptism, in his final speech to his disciples, we have to go back to Jesus' baptism. Now you recall the scene. Jesus was baptized, and after he baptized, he came out of the water. So he ascended out of the water, and immediately as that was happening, The sky split, and the Holy Spirit came and descended upon Jesus. And at the same time, there was a loud voice that came out of the sky that said, This is my beloved Son, for whom I am well pleased. So for the first time in all of Scripture, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are all together on the same stage, working together as a unified team. Only one time did they appear, and it was during a baptism. And this is what the Trinity does together. See, when we are baptized, Christ pulls us out of the waters of death through his resurrection. Then the Holy Spirit descends upon us. And then the Father is glorified because we have now become his beloved son or daughter. Behold my son whom I am well pleased. Behold my daughter whom I am well pleased. So all this happens so that we can be a part of the royal and divine family. So that's what the Trinity does together. The Trinity makes a family by making children of God. I look out the window of my room in the winter, and I see a building across the street, and that is because I live in the city. But since then, however, there's a tree in front of the house that, my, that burst into leaves, and so now when I look out the window, I feel like I'm in the middle of the forest. I don't see the building across the street anymore. So what happened? Well, a few warm, sunshiny days transformed the tree, and I have a completely new perspective, a new visa. And that is what the Trinity does. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit transform us into a family, to be a family member of God. It's very profound, and that's why we celebrate Trinity Sunday.